Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be previewing the Golden State Warriors' upcoming basketball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we continue that, I can have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all of your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the entire year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all of the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Barrett Podcast. Before we on a break, we discuss the plan for this episode. Once again, we're going to talk about the Warriors' upcoming basketball games over the next week. But before we get into that, I do want to quickly recap what happened last week. Overall, nothing really to recap. We just did our own uh, analysis of the Super Bowl, which the Niners unfortunately lost. Talked about some of the takeaways, the overall recap of the game, etc. So football season is officially over for us. We might end up going back to it for the draft, but the point is we are a long way away from the NFL. And now it is time to switch fully into the NBA slate. So we're going to talk about the Warriors, who have had a pretty up-and-down first half of the season. I know we're 53 games in, so it's technically more than a half. But the All-Star break just officially happened, and now we're about to start the post-All-Star break uh, time period of the uh, NBA season. So the point is, I'm going to call it the second half. I know that the math doesn't exactly work out. I'm still not really sure why they do 50-plus games before the All-Star break instead of just breaking it down 41 in the middle. Is what it is, though. Uh, but for the sake of the Warriors, they are currently in possession of a play-in spot, which is not ideal based on preseason expectations, but it looked a lot worse a couple weeks ago as Golden State has played better over the past month. But Golden State's currently in possession of the final play-in spot as they are currently located in the 10 spot while Utah is currently behind them by two and a half games and they are one and a half games behind the Lakers for the nine spot and coincidentally the Warriors are actually playing against the Lakers on Thursday so they have a chance to cut the deficit by an entire game so we'll see what happens but for the sake of the actual first half Golden State's been up and down we know Draymond had a suspension they've had some injuries Chris Paul's still out should be coming back in a couple weeks, but Clay has been very up and down. He's now coming off the bench. Pajemski's been promoted to the starting lineup, and it's worked out. So hopefully that continues into the next week. But for the sake of the Thursday game between the Lakers and the Warriors, the Warriors are at home. This will be on TNT, and it will be a 10 p.m. Eastern time tip-off. So the Warriors open up at minus 3.5, and, and the total open up at 241.5. Total stayed the same. However, the spread has moved as the Warriors went from minus 3.5 to minus 5.5. Big reason, there was news on Wednesday uh, involving the injury report for the Lakers, and LeBron is officially out due to an ankle injury. So LeBron even admitted during the All-Star weekend he was going to play in the All-Star game for a little while. I believe he played in the first half and then ended up sitting the rest of the way. People are going to be critical of LeBron for playing in the All-Star game, but sitting out for you know the first game post-All-Star break. I get it, but he's also the face of the league and he doesn't have many all-star appearances left, because I'm assuming he's going to retire probably in two years, give or take. So, you know, LeBron has been 
kind of superhuman the way that he's been able to play this long and remain this good, but still... I don't see much time left for LeBron in the NBA, and I think eventually he will retire probably two years from now and change. So he's going to savor those moments anyway. He loves All-Star Weekend, and I believe he's made more All-Star appearances than anybody else in the history of the league. But the point is LeBron was going to give the fans a little bit of a show, didn't have much left in the tank. If you watch the first half of that game, it was a brutal All-Star game because nobody guarded anybody. LeBron really didn't look good because he can't really move, so I'm not shocked that LeBron ended up sitting this game. Uh, so the point is the Lakers will be a bit shorthanded. AD is going to play, though, and the rest of the team should be pretty healthy, with the exception of Vanderbilt, Cam Reddish, who I don't think is any good, but he's still on the roster. You get the point. Uh, you're looking at Golden State, though, and this team hasn't playing good basketball. They should be in the middle of a massive winning streak, but they choked away that massive lead to the Clippers uh, a couple of games before the All-Star break officially started. So that was a game they punted again into the fourth quarter. Then they punted another game, the game right after it, to Utah, but they held on at the end to win, so they got the job done there. But Golden State has won six of seven, so they have been in good form, and that should definitely result in a potential, I'd say, momentum swing for the rest of the season if everybody stays healthy. We know Golden State, despite the roster being, I'd say, average at best, they have a couple of pieces that are starting to figure it out. Kaminga, Basically called out Steve Kerr, and then they started playing him more, and Kaminga's been really good. So Kaminga was right in that case. He should have been playing more. And you're looking at Pajemski, who's been solid. Curry, we know, has been good. Clay's been terrible, terrible, but he's had a couple of bright spots recently, and you're hoping that him coming off the bench might give him some newly found life. So we'll see what happens, but the point is Golden State's roster is fine. Uh, Chris Paul's coming back at some point. I don't know if he's actually going to have anything in terms of contributions, it's mostly just providing stability and a veteran presence. So we'll see what Chris Paul's role is going to be. Point is, though, Golden State's played some good basketball recently. So is the Lakers. Uh, so have the Lakers. The Lakers actually entered the All-Star break in good form as well. As the Lakers, going through the last couple of games, they ended up winning each of their last three. Ended up beating New Orleans, ended up beating Detroit, and beat Utah. Detroit and Utah falling apart. The uh, Lakers were missing some guys, but Utah still couldn't stop him. I believe D'Angelo Russell had 17 assists in that game, I think. But the point is the Lakers have been in good form. Both teams have been in good form. And we'll see what happens here on Thursday. As for my prediction, I don't think that the Warriors are going to blow this team out. Because every time they have a double-digit lead, they punt it. They just can't close games. So I do expect the Lakers to hang in there. The problem is the Lakers aren't a good road team. And I do think the Warriors are going to look very sharp in their first home game after the All-Star break. So, for me, I am going to lean to the Warriors. I don't feel great about it. I do like the Warriors' third quarter, obviously, because they're still a great third-quarter team. But still, I do think the Lakers without LeBron are going to be compromised. We saw LeBron have a 20-rebound triple-double game in that double-overtime thriller, and he also had the game-winning free throws at the end. The point is, though, the Lakers ended up winning the first meeting. LeBron had a 36-point, 20-plus rebound triple-double. So with him being out of the lineup, it's going to be a pretty big deal. D'Angelo was still good in that game at 28. You saw AD have 29. Uh, Curry had 46, so he was very solid in that game as well. But I just think the Lakers post-All-Star break might come out a bit flat. On the road, they're not very good. Defensively, they can be hit or miss. And I think offensively, without LeBron, they might look a little bit... Uh, out of sorts, so to speak. So for me, I am going to lean to the Warriors here, and I am going to lean to the under, actually, in this game. The first meeting flew over, uh, landed 289, but there was double overtime. So when you factor in the double overtime, the game actually landed 236 in regulation. 
So I do think with that being the case, uh, you're look. Yeah, I think with that being the case, you're looking at this total being a bit inflated. And now LeBron's out. I am going to lean to the under in that game as a result. So give me the Warriors and give me the under in the first game of the week that we're covering in that Lakers game on Thursday night. Moving on to the next game, you have a matchup against the Hornets at home. And the Warriors will be a massive favorite. It will be the second of a back-to-back for both teams as the Hornets are playing Utah uh, on Thursday. So this will be the Friday matchup. Golden State's going to be favored by a lot, and I am not taking them. Uh, it's a really bad scheduling spot for the Warriors. They have a home game against the Lakers, a home game against the Hornets, then a home game against the Nuggets. It is a perfect sandwich spot. It's on a back-to-back as well. I think it's a really bad spot for the Warriors to sleepwalk through, and I do think the Hornets, who were playing good basketball right in, right before the All-Star break, traded away Gordon Hayward. They got Trey Mann in. They actually look decent. They have won three in a row, and they look good. They beat... Memphis, who's not very good, beat Indiana, good win there, only gave up 102, which is a good defensive showing, and killed Atlanta, Atlanta stinks, but still, the point is they won that game by 23 at home. I do think that Charlotte, despite being a really bad road team, has shown recent signs of life, and Golden State being in a bad sandwich spot, facing off against the Lakers before that, facing off against the Nuggets right after it, not a great spot for Golden State to probably lay close to 10 or more. I mean, Utah's laying nine and a half against Charlotte in the Thursday game. So I'm assuming that Golden State will be laying somewhere around 11 or 12. So because of that, I'm not going to take it. The line feels too big to me. Give me the Hornets plus the points. I am going to lean to the under as well because Charlotte defensively has been a lot better over the last week or so. So for me, I'm going to go with the under, and I will go with the Hornets to keep this game interesting. Just a bad spot, and it would not surprise me if the Warriors beat the Lakers, you see a lack of focus for this upcoming back-to-back game. Moving on to the next game, they have a home game against the Nuggets, which will be a TV game on Sunday, I believe Sunday night, uh, which will be, or I should say Sunday night Eastern time. It's going to be about 4 p.m. Pacific. But still, uh, Denver is going to be probably a slight favorite in this game. I know they're not a good road team. They're 15 and 14 straight up. Golden State, those 14 and 14 at home. So it's kind of a wash. The meetings this season have been competitive, but the Warriors have been on the wrong side of all of them as the Nuggets are 3-0. and uh, They won the first meeting by three, won the second meeting by six on Christmas. That was the game where Jokic had a ton of free throws, and they won the last meeting by three on the road. Point is, I do think Golden State will... I'm trying to think if I want to take him to win this game because I think it's going to be very close. I think, I think Denver's going to be favored. Denver, don't get me wrong, I would still probably lean to them to come out of the West because of Jokic and the overall experience. I'm still not totally sold on what I've seen from this team. I know that they're 17 games over. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but the point is I do think they need another bench score. Their bench is pretty atrocious, and I just question the scoring depth. So I'm actually going to lean to Golden State here, and they're going to bounce back, and Denver on the road, especially ATS, is really not good. I could see Golden State being extra motivated after potentially losing. I know it's a crazy call. They might, in my opinion, be on the ropes against Charlotte. I see a better effort uh, on Sunday as they end up giving the Nuggets all they have. They might be getting points at home. It's going to be a low spread, assuming everyone plays, but I think Golden State's going to be live to win that. So I am going to go with the Warriors get the job done. And I am going to lean to the, I'm trying to think if I want the over or the under. I don't really have many thoughts on the total in that game, to be honest. So I'm going to skip that, but I am going to lean to Golden State 
in that game against Denver. And the last game we're going to talk about in this episode will, will be a road game against Washington, which will be taking place on Tuesday. Now, we know Golden State's going to be favored probably by double digits as the Wizards have lost eight straight. They've been a mess. They're only one game ahead of Detroit. So I know Detroit's been viewed as an all-time bad team. The Wizards are 9-45, and and they're 3-23 and at home. So the point is the, war the uh, Warriors should take care of business in this game because the war the uh, Wizards might be the worst team in the league traded away Gafford right before the deadline so the point is they were kind of selling to some degree and we'll see how they're going to look post all-star break they've lost eight straight but the thing about the Wizards is they're, they're actually kind of competitive at least based on the final score they don't win many games if any but you're going through the last couple of games against decent competition they tend to cover this number so I'm assuming the Wars will be laying 10 and change once again. Played the Pelicans on the road, lost by 7. Not bad. Played Dallas on the road, lost by 8. They're actually up by double digits in that game. Played Philly at home, lost by 6. Played Boston on the road, lost by 4. Played Cleveland at home, lost by 8. They've covered a lot of these spreads. The point is the Wizards aren't good, but they kind of find a way to keep the game respectable on the score on the actual scoreboard with, before eventually losing. I don't really like laying this many points with Golden State, and I do think that even though Washington's a bad team, don't get me wrong, I'm not even going to make a case for the pool revenge game because Pool's terrible. I think he's one of the worst players in the league if you factor in contract. But I do think that the Wizards can make this interesting. It's mostly just not trusting Golden State to lay double digits when they constantly blow double-digit leads late in games. And I can see this coming down to the wire. I think Washington can hang in there. I am picking Golden State to win. I'm not going to tell you right now, well, I think the Warriors are going to lose this game. I'm not saying that. I think Charlotte is a lot more alive to beat Golden State than the Wizards are, but I do think there's some value with the spread. The Wizards being this bad are basically 500 ATS, uh, or 500 ATS anyway. So even though they keep losing, they have been good against the number for their overall record, and that's good enough for me. So I am going to lean to the Wizards plus the points, but I do think Golden State will end up getting the job done, and I think they're going to have a very good week in terms of the win-loss column. So overall, my picks once again for the show. Uh, on Thursday, I am going to go with the Warriors, minus 5.5, and the under, 241.5 in the Laker game. I am going to take Charlotte plus the points on Friday against the Warriors. Just a bad scheduling spot, playing Denver right after it, not exactly ideal. I am going to lean to Golden State, though, to get the job done. I also like the under in the Charlotte game, by the way. I am going to lean to the Warriors in that Nuggets game, uh, just the fact they're at home and Denver's not a good road team. And I am going to lean to the Wizards plus the points in the Tuesday game, as I do think the Wizards lose but cover. This is what should be a pretty large number. That's going to wrap it up, though, for this episode of the Betting Barrier Podcast. We're back once again next week. Do the same thing, talking about the Warriors to go through their schedule for the next episode, we're going to preview the Knicks game on Thursday, the Raptors game on Friday, big Sunday game at Boston on March 3rd, and the Wednesday game against Milwaukee. So a pretty interesting back-to-back -back set there between uh, Sunday and Wednesday. So two days off in between, but they're playing the Celtics and the Bucks. Should be fun. We'll cover those games in due time. But either way, until next episode, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.